All right, guys, welcome to the Investor's Guide to Memphis Real Estate. My name is Dean Harris. I'm the Vice President of Crush Cool Realty. Um, this podcast, the Investor's Guide to Memphis Real Estate, it's a podcast where we give out-of-state investors the boots-on-the-ground knowledge they need to be informed, savvy, and win in that Memphis real estate game. As always, I'm joined by Douglas, Douglas Skipworth. Douglas, you're our uh, founder, principal broker uh, of Crest Core Realty, property management. Yeah, Man, yeah. you got about 50 hats. You're also our largest client, so it, it helps to hear that that side of, of the table from you as well. Yeah, so thanks. great to have you. Appreciate it. Uh, my email is dean at crestcore.com. If you have any questions about anything we're talking about today, please feel free to send me an email. Uh, if you'd like to get on our buyer's list, our mail out of our houses, dean at crestcore.com. I always help clients sell, buy, whatever it is you need to do. Um, that's kind of my main focus every day. Mm -hmm. But then I jump into this podcast, right? Yeah, All man. right. So last week, man, we did the infamous <laughs> zip code breakdown. That's and we great. are going to start releasing that to you guys today, which this will come out in a little bit. This is today's the 17th um, of August. So we will get that out probably starting to drip today and then begin dripping every few days. So, or even every day, some of it. If you want that breakdown, with all the links and all the stuff, email me, dean at crestcore.com, and I can get all yeah. that to you. Super popular uh, super uh, informative. show that, yeah, that we do every year and super informative. It really is a breakdown. Douglas and I have so many years of experience here in Memphis. Just being able to talk about those zip codes has been a been a real asset for our clients. Oh, man, it's great. It's all, And it's great for us, man, just to man, talk I through it, it and hear it. And and see and drive them. I mean, all That's the things right. we've been doing. So it's great. I'm going to give you a real quick update before yeah. we dive into today's topic. Today, we're going to talk about how to keep your rental property at the market rent. Uh, but first, I'm going to give you just a quick, we'll start doing this periodically, a quick update from ChandlerReports.com. We got uh, a lot of our information for the yeah. zip code breakdown from Chandler Reports. So you can visit them at ChandlerReports.com. July real estate update. I'm just going to read this for you just to give you kind of an, an overshot of where they believe that we're at mm -hmm. come mid-year. Home sales. Activity for Shelby County fell 17% in July with 1,955 home sale record recorded compared to 2,343 in July of 21. So we took a 17% dip. Despite that drop in home sales, home sales continue to rise with home sale prices continue to rise with prices up 5% in July with an average of $258,000 compared to July 21's average of 245. So we're, debt, we're, we're, we're seeing the number of sales go down, but we're seeing the pricing stay flat or rise up a little bit because that demand. It was especially so compared to last year. You know, yeah. month to month, I think it'll start flattening. Go ahead. That, I agree. The median sales price was 215000 20% of home sales recorded in July were valued under 100000 which is crazy for our market. It was about half a long time, mm. you know, not, not right, yeah, Oh, yeah, 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 for right. sure. Right, now it's so much lower. Home sales valued over 300000 were down 12% in July with 629 sales. Compared to 17, uh, 718 last year, there were 16 homes over $1 million. This isn't really us. Uh, Year-to-date number of home sales recorded is up 2%. And average sales dropped 12% compared to the same time in two, uh, 2021. So all in all, everything is still strong. Um, prices have flattened off a little bit. Maybe in some little pockets, they're still kind of going up. But it seems like what we have been talking about for the last month and two has been holding steady. Yeah. Yeah. It so is. 
it is what it is. There's, there's going to be, there's going to be, it's still a challenge to get a good property, but it's not nearly the challenge it was four months ago, six months ago, 12 oh. months ago. Right. So you're, instead of when you offer on a house now, instead of it uh, being eight investors offering on it, half up for cash and half of them don't want to inspect it. Yeah. You're getting, there's about three people on it. So maybe your, your, your strategies of, you know, offering some, um, concessions and different things that you normally wouldn't do might work now yes. because there's not as many people yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Great, not, great topic and great, you know, I just wanted to give you guys that update. I'm going to temporarily or, or periodically do that for you guys. So today let's jump into this okay. today. So we're going to talk about how to keep your rental property at the market rent. This has been over the last 12 months for me, a fairly big topic because yeah. of the people that are looking to sell. <laughs> and because right. yeah yeah we are going to see if they more sell people at, at occupy an occupied property yes and we're going to see more in the next six nine 12 18 months that are gonna have to sell i've been telling you guys this for some time yeah. now you've heard me the, the example of the guy with four houses one needs 25 in rehab he doesn't have it the other one's gonna stop paying rent now his two rent rental checks that are coming in are barely covering the mortgages He's gonna have a water heater go out on one of these. Now he's in. Now he's in the red for the month. How long is he or she going to deal with that? They're gonna to come to me and they're gonna say, "Dean, sell this for what I bought it for." And it's gonna sit there for a few weeks, and they're gonna with no activity, and they're gonna say, "Okay, let's lower it." Okay, let's lower it. And then eventually, if it doesn't sell, they're gonna say, "Give me what I owe. Let's just yeah. get out yeah, of yeah, here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to help me help you. <laughs> You need to listen today pretty closely. This yeah. is this is going yeah. this is very important. It's not going to be but a 25 or 30 minute podcast maybe, but it's very important if you're going to be selling in the next few I would say maybe even 2 years, yeah. you need to start working on what we're going to talk about today, which is getting your market you're getting your rental property at market rent. What's the first that go ahead it, it, add to that, please. Add to that all I would say is yes, if you're going to sell it in the next 2 years, be thinking about this but it's also if you're going to keep it for the next 20 years be thinking about this because you're leaving point. money on the table great point so, which is maybe just as important or just, just as, as valuable is what i'm going to tell coin, you that's, but, that's great but, thank you for having that yeah, yeah. for sure all right so what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of a task or a duty that you need to do to make sure that your investment property is gathering the market rent the so for for me what i'm thinking about is a keeping up with the current rent understanding what the market rent is and then be doing the things to the property that keeps it at market rent worthy yep so those are the the, the two things that pop to mind yeah that that to me is in that part of my thinking with this wasn't doesn't you know it didn't necessarily have to do with the house which is maybe something i didn't think about so i'm glad we don't usually talk before this yeah, FYI, yeah. We, not on purpose yeah. we, we don't want to come in here and give you the same data we, we want you to get two different points yeah, or, so. or be too scripted blah, blah, or be too so scripted. this is like this, this is, is great. a real conversation i did not think about that and that's awesome yes you need to be prepared to to have the house ready you know i can ask you for a loan but if i don't give you a business plan with it what's the difference you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. i can ask for some more money but if my house isn't in that great a shape or up to the standard of a x rental then then it's going to be tough to get it yeah. so there you go you first thing i would think about then I, mine was to stay in touch with the market and yes. understand know the trends and specifically know your market trends and what's going on in there yes that goes hand in hand with keeping the home 
in in great condition or in if at you, least marketable condition if, if you, you want, want market rent. If you want market rent. I know if some you investors, want, no kidding. They'll let that thing go to <laughs> yes. And they they don't mind lowering the rent so they don't have to do a rehab. I think it's a horrible business plan and yeah. a horrible way to run your rentals, but some some people do it. So right. that to me is stay in touch with your market and stay in touch with the tenants on your street. I know a guy who goes and knocks on a couple of doors on the street and talks to other okay. tenants okay. and says Hey, I own a few on this street. What do you like? What do you not like? What are you paying? You know, really all he yeah. wants to know is what they're paying, but that's it right. kind of gets around in other ways, but just know, know where you're at and what drives your zip code. Like, I think that's great too. Like what yes. is the job driver yeah. in your zip yeah, yeah, code, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like, can you afford or can you realistically ask for another $150, right? Even if it says the market rents a thousand, like in that specific pocket, you know, do you get that? So knowing your market and knowing the trends in your market of, hey, there's a big job loss over yep. here. Yep. Rents are going to drop. They just added Blue Oval to Brownsville. So right. Bartlett and Lakeland and Arlington and all this is going to skyrocket here in the next 10 years. So 20 years. So um, that's kind of what I mean by know your trends and know your markets yes. for that. Yeah. What else? And, and I would say it's pretty, it's easier to keep up with that stuff, even if you're not local. Big time. The newspapers but and things like that can the help online educate media you. media yeah. as well as, and I know you got some, some note here about the Zillows of the world, yeah. the other resources that allow you to see what other people are renting properties for in the neighborhood yeah. or what they're going for, what the asking price is. Just it, being aware of, of those tendencies, you know, I mean, of those ten. God, I think it's almost really good to know the tenants tendencies too. Like, yeah. you know, what, what are their daily activities and what are they doing and where are they going? Like, you know, yeah. what kind of person are we renting to? So all that goes in hand. I always say this too. Number two on my list was never renew a lease without, you know, talking to your leasing agent, property manager. And really I'm telling you to go up every time. And then here's what I mean by that. Like, uh, let's say in 2021, you rented a property or even 20, you know, you've had a tenant there two years and last year you, in 21, you didn't go up. So now they're paying 850 from what they were paying in 20. I got news for you. That 850 rental is probably an 1100 yeah. rental yep. right That's now. That's exactly what I'd say. So you're missing out on $250 in rent times 12 is three grand. So you're missing out on, and if you got 10 of those, can you, we can do the math, right? That's 30,000 you're missing annually on your rent does not take long for this to add up. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, think of your portfolio or mine. Mm -hmm. If we didn't pay attention to this, we're talking large amounts of money that aren't, aren't being collected. So to me, never renew a lease, never just accept it. If the tenant, you know, let's say you're in the situation where your tenant does not and refuses to go up, they really don't want to move out. Um, you, you, for some reason, don't want them to move. Maybe you can't afford that rehab right now. Maybe they do pay on time. Maybe there's some factoring going into that. Go up something, go up 50, help go up 25, mm -hmm. like do something because of, you know, that will at least slow your demise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause it's coming. If you keep doing that and don't get market rent, your demise is coming. But Go up 40 bucks, 50 bucks. Ask if it's a 250 gap, ask them to meet you in the middle. Like get something if you don't want to move it out. To me, right now, with all of mine, I'm not, I'm not giving that option. It's it's pay the market rent oh, or, pay, or, or move on. Gonna have to move yeah. on and vacate. So yeah. I'm not giving that option. But if you're that person that doesn't want to do the rehab or for whatever reason there's a relationship with the tenant yeah. or whatever, yeah. go up something. $25. Yeah. Yeah. And I oftentimes when it comes to renewals. Because we're talking about two different things. We're talking about renewals yeah. and we're talking about 
new vacant properties, rehabs, a lot easier to get market rent when a property goes vacant. Yes. Do a rehab and you can judge based on what, where the market is, what you want to do. You want to be above the market. You want to be at the market. You want to be below the market and determine the type of repairs you need to make. That's right. Because if you don't, it's hard to justify going to that tenant unless the home's in good shape. Anyway, it's hard to justify and go to that tenant saying, Hey, we're going up two fifty. And I'm talking, yeah. And I'm talking like on a vacant house. Yeah. This is, here's a vacant house. So that's, that's so much easier, so much easier to get market rent and you're so much more in control. I mean, you're always in control, but it's a lot easier over here when you have an occupied house and it comes to renewal, you just have more variables. And so a lot of things that I look at is how long have they been there? Yeah. What is their payment history? What is their maintenance request history? Is it legitimate or is it, you know, superfluous above, above, above just kind of the lights don't work, but I hadn't checked the light bulb either. Yeah, pie in the sky kind of stuff. They want a pristine property, uh, or is it like, hey, they're realistic? So, I mean, I kind of do some some calculus on all of that to determine, hey, is it worth to your point going all the way up to market rent, or is this a tenant that is is valuable to me at less than market rate? Because X, Y, Z, because X, Y, Z. Yeah. Whatever because reason XYZ. that you have, whatever is, reason is, is, you is there have. a value there? Yeah. I can, I can see that. I so, mean, if so, that's, I've had a guy tell me that, yeah. you know, Hey, he could go up a hundred dollars on rent, but there's, it's a older lady. She's on a fixed income. She pays on time. The house is in great shape. So he's like, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna leave her a date or I think it was yeah. nine. I'll leave her at whatever her rent is. I'm not going to raise it up. If you tell me that I'm, I'm kind of with you. If there's a $300 gap there though, Man, that's a lot of money yep. to be to be just leaving on the table. But if it's smaller, shorter, and there's some reasons that you want to have her stay there or him, her stay there, then uh, then I'm I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, that, that, that's just some other things I look at when it comes time to renewal. Because every uh, yeah, and on that, every one of these is a case by case basis, right? Every one of your homes is a case by case basis. I don't think you can. Um, portfolio wide paint of, of everybody like paint up paint up one you know brush paint of, of everybody in there they're all different they all have different things that's going on so yeah i just treat and them it as doesn't individuals. take and it doesn't take a long time to just review that stuff no, and to make make minutes. a decision and to your point basically part of what you said is and we've said this a, a bunch of times there is no such thing as passive income <laughs> it's just less active so you just have to spend five minutes instead of spending 40 hours a week you know, so yeah. this is less active, but you have to pay attention and you have to make some decisions. Yes, 100%. So. My advice, too, is also not to sign a 24-month lease right now. You might disagree. I've, I, I, because of the way that the rents, the, the, the rental market has been changing, I'm hesitant on advising people to lock into 24 months. It might cost you a few thousand dollars if that's the case, because I do think rents in some areas are going to continue to rise a little. I don't yeah. think they're going to continue to jump like they have for the last 18 months, no. but I do think they're going to continue to rise. If someone comes to you and says, hey, I'll pay market rent plus $50 if you can do 24 months rent. Well, I mean, they're fairly savvy. They know what's going on, too. Maybe you sign that one, but... I, I'm advising not to get into 24 months. I'm not signing any 24 month leases on mine. I'm advising on 12 months, so you can reevaluate what's going on. And then, by the way, like, well, wouldn't it better to lock them in? I mean, like, let's be honest. You've got to deliver for the tenant, right? The house has got to be in great shape or good enough shape. So if you're doing your job, 
you don't really care if they move out anyway, because if it's a difference and you'll just find another tenant for that mm -hmm. to pay that rent, the house is in good shape. You're, you're keeping it there. So I'm advising on 20, not against 24 month leases. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, about I, it. I, 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 when it comes time for renewal, which is where most of this falls is, you know, I, I look at those things, how long they've been there, what's the payment history, what's the maintenance request history, how to feel about this yeah. property, what's the market rent. And so I will occasionally give the, maybe oftentimes I will give the 12 month or 24 month option. Okay. So I don't go with 30, I don't go anything more than that. Yeah. And, and there is a month to month option. I don't, I don't love that, but it's, but they pay for it. I so, don't love it either, but, but I agree with it. you. It goes so as long up as, and, and, and as long as they pay in those different buckets and I feel good with what I'm getting and yeah. can lock into that, I'm okay with that. I have a lot of investors ask me like how we determine market rent. That's a huge question, right? And um, I know I have a way. Let me, I'm going to start with you. I've been starting on every one of these. When you determine market rent, what are some of the tools you use to determine that rent? Again, we look. I use a Zillow type for just some some ballparks out there to see. There's some other apartments.com, and yeah. and we've got some internal data. You know, we've been doing it a while, and know look at bedroom counts, look at bathroom counts, so to see what the neighborhood is. You can also look at the one percent rule based on what the value of the home is. Yeah, explain and, what one percent is. One percent oh, yeah, rule one, for those great, who yeah, aren't, great, who great, great point. The one percent is a rule of thumb that typically or you know in general properties rent at one percent of their value per month so a hundred thousand yeah. dollar house in general should rent for a one percent rule is a thousand dollars a month yep so yep. eighty thousand dollar house eight hundred two hundred thousand dollar house two, $2,000. Yep. So I look at that, that yep. the value. So, you know, again, triangulate, do some things to kind of say, Hey, where should I be in a range in yeah. a range and then figure out where, where it's best to be in that range. So I immediately go to two websites. I go to Rentometer, Rentometer, R-E-N-T-O-M-E-T-E-R.com. And I go to Zillow. Zillow has been wishy-washy for me. And the reason why is because for the longest time, you could post a free ad about a, a, a market house, a, mar a rental house, and you could post that it rented for X, right, with anybody. Then Zillow decided to switch it to a paid process or, or paid advertisement on the owner's end, 15 bucks or 30 or whatever it was, to pay to put your rental properties on there. Then it got super accurate, right, because you're not going to mm -hmm. be going on there trying to influx a rent, paying 20 bucks. Time It got real accurate. Now we're coming back to the, where they've decided not to charge people to put it on there. So I'm holding some value still in the Zillow rent numbers, but I'm losing faith again in it. It's like the girlfriend that, that comes back and not like, you know, everyone in our industry can't stand Zillow. Then all of a sudden, well, they're doing a few things that we like, and now they're back again to where it's like it's it's borderline useless. So Rent-O-Meter has been a constant for yes. me. The real, real, real test your leasing agent. Yeah, cool. Okay, I mean, duh. Your, so, your, uh, yeah, your duh. real yeah, test right. is so the bad. leasing agent yes. and at your property management company. Yeah. And if it's here, Miss Debbie, I just talked to her before I came in. Yeah. Super sweet. She'll give you an idea. Or if you're with another management company, go to your leasing agent yes. and say, hey, 
one, two, three main street. Can I get X for it and just see what they say? Yeah, I mean, good, good point. Missed they're going to really tell you, right? I mean, like yeah, and some people, even, that's what they do all day, every yeah, day. Some people verify and check even before they buy a house. So yeah, that's your good. leasing agents. Uh, I mentioned the guy at the very beginning, he knocked on doors and asked tenants what they paid. Yeah, I mean, just good. depending on, on, on your level of interest yeah. on getting the exact rent. So there is how we determine the rent and how yes. we believe. And then the lastly, I'll say we manage, I think, 1,500, 2,000 houses, somewhere in that neighborhood. I believe we're going to have a house in the area. <laughs> yes. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah. We're going to have a three-bedroom yeah. in Raleigh if you're looking for it. We're going to have a <laughs> right. two-bedroom in Berkeley. We're going to yeah. have three and four bedrooms in yeah. Whitehaven and everywhere else all over the city. So yeah. there's another way that you can go do that is you know, the, the leasing agent then ask, Hey, what comps are you actually managing? And that'll, that should give you a real strong indication of the market rent. Yes. Talk, let's talk about the significance of raising the rent. And, and this is kind of my last big topic. And then we just kind of round table it, but let's talk for a second about the significance of raising the rent and how it can affect your portfolio value. So to me, this is just as important as the, the first thing we said was stay in touch with your market and knowing trends, because if you're going to be faced coming up with the uh, challenge of selling some rental properties, um, one of the biggest questions that a buyer has, and one of the first questions a buyer has on occupied properties is how much are they paying in rent? Mm -hmm. And when does their lease run mm -hmm. out? So I get that question first on every buyer that is looking at an entry or a property that's occupied. Literally, it's maybe the first question. Yeah, of course. And if it's a thousand dollar rental and I come to that guy and I tell him it's rented for seven hundred dollars, but it's a good tent, you know, because this is the seller, but it's a great tenant and I didn't want to go up on them. They've been there for five years. Big red flags. Five years, that means there hadn't been any rehab done in five years. Two, that means that that tenant is almost 100% going to move out when you tell them that you're going to raise the rent to $1,000. So now you're going to have maybe some rehab that you weren't looking at, the buyer is, and they're going to maybe run from you. You as the seller, you're sitting there going, well, wait, I got a decent house, but you don't have a decent investment. Mm -hmm. The house might be in okay shape, might be in a good rental pocket, but if you're below market rent and they've been there for a long time, the sellers think that's appealing, buyers think it's terrible. So yeah, so and true. That's, that is that's my experience as a seller and, and a buyer. As a buyer, when you go in yourself, you look at it. If they're if they're way below fifty bucks, okay. If they're 300, 200, 300 below the market rent, there's a problem. He didn't want to raise it because they didn't want to move out, or he's not running his business the right way, which means he didn't run the rest of them the right way. Mm -hmm. So see, there's a whole there's a big stigma with that that other sellers and buyers or really sellers aren't paying as much attention to 100%. Right. So when I say it affects your value, that means that he's going to come in and offer you instead of a hundred, he's going to offer you 80. Yes. Yeah. Cause he's got a tenant with eight more months left. That's and right. He's missing it's an out. investment because it's an investment property. So yes. to me, one of the, one of the biggest things is That's good. you're going to be faced one day with doing this. Like I say, I'm going to keep them till I'm, you know, gone yeah. and give them to the kids. And, and maybe that holds true. There also might be a day where someone comes and offers me so much. My can't, I got to yeah. say yes. Or you sell one of them. Or even if you're not selling the whole package and you're selling one, if because each one of these are separate, they're like, all different. It's going to be, effective. and that's more likely that you, for whatever reason, say, I want to get this neighborhood. I don't enjoy. It's not for me. And you try and peel that off and you're stuck with a below market rent and you don't get the value that you should or and could every month. The hole gets deeper. 
You think yeah. you're doing a good thing by taking that 700 rand and you're going, oh, it's being paid for. What you're not really thinking about is that you're digging a deeper hole every month with condition, market value. You're, you're, it's all going down. It isn't sliding down. No, no. But it's a tick every month. Yeah. That you don't have that market rent. Your condition goes down. The value of it goes down every month. So very, very, very important Wise. to me to make sure that, you know, to wrap this one up, to make sure that you are paying very close attention to the market that you're in for that yes. market rent. It's got to be, it's got to be in the main thought process of, of your portfolio. You've got to be thinking about this. Like just as much as you pay your note every month and just as much as you answer maintenance requests every month and you're all over it, every single time you have a vacancy, you need to do research. And yes. the folks at Crestcore, when they come with that, hey, this is our suggestion, yeah. they're usually right where you want to be. Sometimes yeah. even that though, you need to check that too. Yeah. With any management company, sure. it's an opinion. I'll get, yeah. I could tell you... If you ask me to look up a comp, I could give you a price. If you ask 10 agents, <laughs> right. you're going to get 10 different prices. That's right. I bet you wouldn't get the exact one. So yeah. make sure you check a few outlets. Make sure you go with a few people on suggestions of what the market rent. My team will help. Our leasing department, Debbie's happy Indeed. to help. So um, I'm thinking the topic's important. I mean, oh, I've, it, I, you know, you've got a ton of these. So how do you look it, at this? It, and I say, know. I, mean, I think you just, you, you said it because it's a buyer and a seller. Right. If you're a buyer building a portfolio or if you're selling, you've got to get this right. And when, <clears throat> because you talked about managing your, your income, you didn't say it this way. As a, as a landlord, it's your only source as a residential real estate investor, primarily single family homes or even duplexes, small multifamily. That's your only source of income yes. is rent. It's yes. not like a big multifamily where you can charge other fees or and get income on the property. Like your only source of income is the rent. You've got multiple expenses that go with it, but this yes. is the only source. So you've got to manage that because it's the only way to increase the money, Period. the cash flow from it. Uh, only other way is to not spend money. So it's like you got to be mindful of this both as a seller in the potential future because you want to maximize the value but also as an owner long-term buy and hold investor because it's your only source that's the only way you can increase the cash flow that's the only way that you're going to be able to maximize the value of the properties over the long term to yourself the cash yeah. flow so it's we, it's such a pertinent topic and and so under discussed we designed this pod, this this specific podcast today for sellers and owners, but if you're a buyer, you need to look at it the same way. It's a different lens, but you need to look yes. at it the same. You need to look at the same thing. Do I want to buy a house that is under rented and and has been for a long time? Why, right? Like maybe go, you get a deal on it. Maybe and you, then get you get a deal. That's it fine. And get it. Yeah, it's it's a different lens, it's but you got to look at it the same way and say, okay. There's a reason why this hasn't happened. I need to look a little further and find out why. It could flat out be incompetence on the seller side, yeah. or it could just be it could be an opportunity. An opportunity that you can come in and swoop up a good property yeah. from somebody that's that's you know. And you need to be mindful of it as you're as you're managing your portfolio, and yeah. and, and doing all of those things to maximize the value. 
anything else you want to add? Good, I meant that, that that is strong. I mean, that, that that's good advice, and I feel like it's it's very it's relative. We we got a couple of minutes, but it's, I, it, it, it's, I'm excited about what's coming up for Memphis. I mean, I'm I'm excited about what we're seeing right now. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying, "How can you say that?" Because the rates are going up, and but I, I'll tell you, as a as an investor who's gonna who's been in this a minute, and is, I'm gonna be in it for many more minutes. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with some interest rate hikes. I'm okay with letting the dust settle a little bit. I've mentioned this, but you know, uh, there's more opportunity for buyers now to get a property. That doesn't make sense because the rates are higher and the prices are up. But what that what I'm telling you is from just personal experience. I mean, this is all I do every day, all day. There are more buyers coming into the market to buy rental properties. The demand has not stopped. <laughs> I'm getting mm-hmm. calls and I'm getting interest yeah. every week. I'm getting new callers and I mean, new investors to set up calls. And I mean, I've got two today. I had three yesterday. So that's five early in this week of brand new people I've never spoken with that are ready to buy and learn more about it. So don't feel because you think this rate's going up and you feel like, the you know, everything is halting because it isn't. No, it's not halting. It's different. We had our, our a team meeting yesterday with some yeah. leaders in the office. And that's one thing that I said was to, to another colleague. I just said, you can't, this is not changing. This is the life we're going to live in for yes. a minute. So we all need to adjust the way that we're work. You know, that meeting was for how we're working here. Yeah. This is for how you're buying and selling and how you're doing that. Like you need to adjust to the time and figure out, am I doing this the right way still? Am I, am I, am I, is this practice in my business still the right That's thing right. to do? Relevant. Right. Yeah. Or do I need to make some changes? Or do I need to change in way I'm buying or what I'm, I've changed what I'm buying. Yeah. I've, I've changed where, where I buy, what I buy. Yeah. I've over changed time. where I'm buying. I mean, there's a few areas, not many, but one or two that I'm like, eh, you know, not so much anymore, yeah. but there's a bunch more areas where I'm like, Hey, this is different yes. and this looks better. So, you know, we, we talked a little bit about today about the market and about, and about the market rent. But when I, I kept hearing market rent in my mind, I thought I need to give some updates on on our actual current state of what's going on. Yes. And we, for, for a numbers thing in, in July, I believe we closed 21 houses. And in August, I think we're going to hit about the same number, 21 yeah. or 22. So there's people buying homes, there's people buying investment homes, and they're getting decent deals and they're making it work. These You guys have to understand that there's not 21 people that bought homes this month from me that those deals aren't working. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. I mean, those deals are People working or deals. they wouldn't buy them. It's not as easy as it used to be, but there are deals out there. We're sending out about 20 to 25 different houses a day to our clients. Yes. Um, they range from, you know, $500, well, they range from about $700 rentals to 3000, anything in between. Yep. So, um, they're definitely getting some activity. There's, there's going to be package deals pop up. Mm-hmm. There's going to be, um, um, different opportunities coming up. So get your market rent straight. So if yes. you have to sell or if you have to sell, you're there. Or, or if, if you you're get trying to keep it, if you get to keep it, well, then congratulations. Then congratulations. You're going to make some more money that right. year for for nothing. And um, it's exciting to me. Most of all my houses have gone up in rent. So the numbers oh, are man. shooting up. It's crazy. So, uh, I've been paying very close attention yes. to when those emails come across. Crestcore will send you an email if you manage here. I think it's 30 Renewal, days before to renew and this is what we suggest yeah. and then they're open for discussion yeah like, yeah yeah do you think you often sometimes i'm like i agree right with you i agree with your recommendation and other yeah. times i'm like hey what about offering this yes and, and just see what happens very, yeah very helpful and they're really good with com- communicating with the yes. tenants last thing before we go if you do go up on your rent and your tenant immediately 
no, no. Encourage your tenant to call around and ask what another three bedroom, two bath with 1200 square feet in that area rents for. I'm guessing nine times out of 10, they're going to come back and keep your house. It's happened to me four times in the last five months, four or five months on a renewal. They said no, because it was a bigger number. They immediately went out. I know what they did. They immediately went out and started calling around because they got to move or in their mind, they're moving. Uh, they call around and they figure out that I'm right at market rent. And then they come back every time. And here's the sentence from management. Would you be willing to consider anything else? Now all they're trying to do is just get anything cheaper than what I'm offering. I always go back with $50 less and say if they'll sign today is what we do. And what happens? The lease is signed and we keep moving. That's awesome. Last bit of information for you guys. That's Anything good. else? That's a great tidbit, man. Man, thanks a lot for you guys cool. listening today. We will be back here in a couple of weeks. We'll yeah. give you another, another topic to go for. If you have any questions, dean at crestcore.com. See you guys soon.